Well, hello and welcome back to The Room Above the Attic, a true crime podcast where I describe murders to my father. Yes, and I am her father. And I sit here and I listen and I react to her uh, tales of true crime and, um, and whoa. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that's our podcast. That's usually what we do. Yeah. Yeah. But today, we're switching it up. We are switching it up. Today, I have a st- uh, true crime. Ooh, I'm excited. For, for Hannah. It don't have surprise. You knew this was coming. Well, I, kn- <laughs> I knew it was coming. I may or may not have forced your hand in this. She, she did force me um, to do it, which I don't blame her because it's, it's a lot of work trying to uh, get a... Uh, uh, Topic. Episode. Yeah. An episode of a podcast going, don't look at my paper. I'm not looking. You're, you were looking at my paper. Don't look. Okay. Oh my gosh, Wait. you just did it again. Don't look at my paper. Okay. Oh, I can't trust you. All right. Oh, he Over moved here. it to the outside. Over here. Well, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, so it's after Thanksgiving. It is after Thanksgiving. It's a little over a week after. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did we have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. What do you with, think? Uh, Nana and Papa. Yeah. And uh, Grandma and uh, my family. Mm-hmm. And um, I had fun. Yeah, me too. It was good. Yeah. And uh, I had a few days off and that was yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? I thought it was good. My favorite part of Thanksgiving was actually not the food this year. The food is always good and I enjoy it every single year. Uh-huh. But I did purchase a vinyl player, or a record player. A vinyl player. A record player. An actual record, record player. player. Yes, she and, bought one. Yeah. And she bought a couple records for it. Uh-huh. I have um, Queen and Tim McGraw. Yeah. Both, I would say yeah. Queen's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. But they're both good. Yeah. 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 The Queen but it's, sounds... But it's... It's different so listening to it on a uh, record. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is different. It's definitely uh, uh, lo-fi, but uh, it's, um, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the one I got, you can connect your phone to. so Use it as a Bluetooth yeah. speaker. Yeah. Yeah. So That's, that's cool. That's, our, that's a Black Friday deal we got there. Yeah. It was yeah. only 30 bucks at Walmart. And yeah. I was like, uh, going to go ahead and jump on that deal yeah yeah i got some underwear yeah that was a black friday deal at walmart yeah and uh did I get, what else did i get oh yes the thing i did my uh, uh the we did thing a, he's uh, staring at uh, yeah right my now. chromebook uh yeah it was uh under 100 bucks so we got a chromebook so i could research do research on this podcast I know. and it's mainly for your sister so she can do homework as well yeah so, but now you have it now yes so but i have it right now for the podcast i know which is why i forced his hand and this is like you you don't have an excuse anymore bud yeah <laughs> it's hard to do it on your phone i mean i know the kids today they do everything on their phone they research everything on no, their phone I, they do all I your homework on your phone anything. you used to do homework on your phone don't don't try to tell me you didn't I didn't. Oh, you have. And it drives me nuts because phones are not big enough to do stuff. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Anyway. And uh, so anyway, here we are. Back at it again. Back again. So are we ready to dive into this? Oh, I am ready. Okay. 
So, also, Paul Holes is. Oh god, we're talking about Jensen and Holes again, <laughs> aren't we? What, what, what happened? He um, travels a lot, and uh-huh. he's in a state right now that is. If he's in America, he's in a state. Yeah. Yeah. But he's in with close proximity to us. Okay. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is my discreet way of saying uh-huh. that. Yeah. All right. Um, he's in the same state as us right now. So right. if I met him, I'd be really excited. Oh, well, good. <laughs> like, really, so really excited. we'll have to see if we can, uh, can go you... to one of their shows Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, we'll have to invite him for a podcast. I was like, do you see our podcast set up right now? Like, yeah. no, be like, we'll, we're we'll have get to go meet him. He, ain't, he does not want to be on our podcast. Mm, he probably doesn't even listen to our podcast. <laughs> There's a lot of people that listen to our podcast. Okay, yeah. We had a huge listener boom a few yes. weeks ago. And I was like, yeah. where are all you coming yeah. from? And we're very grateful for it. Yes, you. thank you for being here. Yes. Okay, we should start now. Okay, yes. So, yeah, I'm really glad you brought up uh, Jensen and Holes again. Uh, every podcast. Why don't we just be a fan podcast for them? <laughs> yes, we are yeah. now a Jensen and Holes fan yeah. podcast um you know my my favorite podcast of all time other than ours mm-hmm. is criminal oh criminal is good uh no it's the best yeah it's just the best her stories the the crimes she has on there you know they're not all murder they're just they're all different types and mm-hmm. they're so so interesting anyway anyway yeah. that that's my phoebe judge is that her name I should know her name. I was going to say Phoebe Walter or something, no. but that's no, girl I want to say Phoebe Oscars. Judge, but I could be wrong. But anyway, okay, are we ready to start our true crime? Yes. Okay. So, last week was Thanksgiving. Yes. So, in that vein, I wanted to uh, bring up um, a, a crime from back in the day. Okay. Okay. How far back? So the year is, we're going to start around 1620. Oh my goodness. Yep. Way back in the day. So it's things, <laughs> yes, it's a story, it has pilgrims Ooh. in it, Okay. colonies, the, okay. the first colonies Ooh. of America. Mm-hmm. It has, it has everything. And of course it has murder. Are we talking about Roanoke? No. No, because no, no one murdered anyone in Roanoke. They just disappeared, which is... I no really hope you haven't heard of this one. Sometimes I, 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 I can't remember. I did a story back, and he's, she's, she's like... The Benders. Yeah, I kind of I I heard about that one already. He's like, uh, Aaron Mankey Great. did that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so um, and she listens to so many podcasts, it's hard. I but know. I think this one, I got a good one for you. So anyway, okay. all right, so here we go. Mm-hmm. So the year is 1620. Okay. A man named John Billington. Okay. Does that sound familiar? A little bit. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm going. You know what? I'm going. No, let's go for it. All right. Let's see where this goes. A man named John Billington is living in ye olde England. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, there is the new world has been discovered. All right. And uh, investors are... 
trying to get people to go over there so they can plunder America or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, find the riches of America and bring it over and make their money and, and yeah. become rich. Mm-hmm. So a man named John Billington was living in England and um, he happened to be heavily in debt. Oh, no. All right. So to escape his creditors, he's like, you know what? They're, I hear people are uh, hiring people to go to, to the New World, mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, I'll, I'll do that. So he, his wife and his two sons okay. signed up to come over to America right. on, on, a, on a boat, on a ship. Okay. Okay. Um, the, the ship's name was, uh, the Mayflower. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like our The ancestors. Mayflower. Yeah. yeah. So, so this guy comes uh, over. Wait, on... wait, whoa, whoa. Hey, hold okay. on. Uh-huh. I did a lot of research and I know uh-huh. our ancestors did come over on one of the Mayflower ships. Okay. There's the, the Mayflower is a ship. Right. But he had a whole fleet. Right, he did. Yeah. So they came over on one of those. I can't those. remember the name, other names of the show, of the uh, other um, ships. Wasn't it like the Inca? But the Mayflower. He was on the Mayflower. Okay. Okay. So anyway. But wait, wait, hold on. No, no, Our no, ancestors no, no. could this have possibly ran into this man. Probably. Just food for. In thought. fact, I mean, there wasn't a ton of people. In yeah. The beginning. Oh my God! Our ancestors so probably ran into this man. It could could have been. Holy cow! So anyway, to to escape his debt, he came mm-hmm. over on the Mayflower. And um, the deal is, is that he signed basically himself and his family over to servitude oh. to the the man that um, was paying for his travel. So the, it was the place on his ship for his wife and children and himself, mm-hmm. plus room and board on the ship, plus uh, you know. And then when he gets there, he gets uh, he has to work. Mm-hmm. He has to, all of his work, his farming and everything goes to the colony for seven years. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, um, so he, he works a little bit in servitude, but he, that's what he signed on for. And he's doing it to his, escape his creditors. Mm-hmm. All right. But isn't he just in the same loop again? Huh? Isn't he just stuck where he was in England? Well, as long as he works those seven years, he doesn't know. I mean, how are they going to get... His creditors aren't going to get to him in America. Right. But and, if he doesn't work for those seven years... Well, I mean, his plan, at least at the beginning, I guess, is to work for those seven years. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, so Billington was... Well, actually, let me, let me go into this. So there were um, pilgrims and there were Puritans. Now, they were all mm-hmm. very religious. Now, the pilgrims were loyal to the Church of in England but wanted to make uh, changes and get rid of... See, the Church of England broke away from the Catholic Church because uh, the king uh, wanted to get a divorce. And the Catholic Church said that was not allowed. So he's like, oh, okay, fine. I am yeah. no longer Catholic. We now have a Church of England. You're right. Okay. So um, so he made his the Church of England. And um, the Puritans were all on board for that. But they said, you didn't change it enough from Catholicism. We want you to change it more. And um, the King, King Charles I was like, no, no, I've done it the way I want to do it. And if you're going to change it, uh, you'll probably, I could throw you in 
jail or you know right. so there so right then they were like okay for religious freedom we're coming to america yeah okay? that's what the puritans were mm-hmm. john billington was not a puritan all okay. right so the pil- the pilgrims believe that the church of england violated biblical canon so they broke away uh and um they broke away from England as well. And at that time, church and state in England were not separate. Right. So uh, there was no religious freedoms, obviously. Mm-hmm. So uh, just breaking away from the English church was dangerous. Yeah. So they, that's why uh, the pilgrims came over. Mm-hmm. Well, Billington wasn't a pilgrim either. He only came over to escape his debts. <laughs> He's like, okay? yeah. So he was not coming over for religious freedom. He enjoyed the Church of England. He, you know, he wasn't trying to escape the Church Mm -hmm. of England. So, so that's kind of the backstory to, to why he came over. Okay. So, um, on the ship, all right, Mm -hmm. he didn't make any friends on the voyage over. Yeah. All right. He stuck out. Obviously he's already kind of. He's not part of the group already because you got Pur- yeah. Puritans and Pilgrims. He's neither, and he's neither, and he's kind of on his own already. Yeah. Okay. Well, can but um, he he was the people on the ship like the, it's documented that they thought he was a foul mouthed. This is a quote: foul mouthed miscreant oh, no. and knave. They call that's what they called oh. him during the voyage. Yikes! So. Um, Okay, so so the Mayflower comes over, all right. Mm-hmm. So they plan on landing in Virginia. Right. Okay. But a storm hits, pushes them up north. Mm-hmm. They land in New England. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I understand you get you understand this, but let me tell the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they land in New England and they're like, "You know what? This is good enough. We're just going to stay here. We're not going to try to find Virginia." All right, this is this is where we want to be. So they decide they're gonna uh, just stay in New England. Um, so upon arrival at, at Provincetown Harbor, Francis, which is uh, John Billington's son, uh, youngest son, um, almost sank the Mayflower. Oh no! Okay, when he fired a gun near an uncovered barrel of gunpowder and set fire to a cabin. Oh my god. All right. So These people are during not the voyage, well no, during the voyage, uh, John Billington, the dad never, you know, he he was causing trouble. When they get there, his son almost burns down the boat, the, the Mayflower, okay? And uh yeah, it's not going well. It's his, not going well. It didn't start off well. His son seems not that smart. Yeah, yeah, and you know um, those those uh, guns back in the day, they were like blunderbusses or whatever, and they shot yeah. sparks everywhere when they fired. And, right, but you have to know that that black stuff that you're shooting at, you just put yeah. in. I'm not sure how, I think he was a little younger, I'm not sure how okay. old Francis was. So there was John Billington, uh, Eleanor was his wife, his mm-hmm. oldest son was named John as well, and his youngest son was Francis. Okay. okay. So, um, so a Pretty much as soon as they got there, almost as soon as they got there, Billington and some others started to cause trouble uh, uh, as soon as they landed in New England. They were eager to walk away from their contracts that they signed. 
Okay, yeah. he wasn't the only one, but he was one of them, uh, and wanted to avoid living in a society dominated by devout pilgrims. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> comes over with a bunch of pilgrims and Puritans, um, and doesn't want to be with them anymore. He's like, hey guys, we we've decided we don't want to be a part of this anymore. We're just gonna yeah. like head over here and yeah. live. No thanks. He's like, no thanks. I'm I'm. I have a feeling um, this isn't going to end well. So he uh, he signed the Mayflower Flower Compact. So when if they did not land in Vir- Virginia, they were not bound by the rules of the crown in Virginia. Okay? So um, when they landed in New England, they basically had to say, we're going to follow these laws and rules of society. Right. Okay? So he signed the Mayflower Compact Pact, uh, at the time. And uh, kind of uh, 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 laws and rules for for the for that area. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, but he continued to cause problems, even though he signed. Mm-hmm. Said, "I'm going to live by these rules." He, He's like he, did he, he not. continued to call. He insulted the colony's military oh. advisor, Miles Standish, when he challenged his authority. And you know when you're when you do that to a guy, especially of high standing, doesn't doesn't go well. No. Okay. So the military advisor Miles Standish of the colony, uh, he he uh, challenged his authority, and he was sentenced for challenging this authority. He's already got a bad reputation. Oh, he was sentenced to public humiliation by having his feet tied to his neck. <laughs> okay. But one account said Billington apologized so profusely he was spared the punishment. Ah. Okay. So in 1623, this is three years later after the Mayflower Mm -hmm. landed, the colonists divided the available land and Billington got three acres of land. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to get four, one for every member of his family. Remember there was John, Billington, Eleanor, older John, son, Mm -hmm. and Francis. Um... But his oldest son, John, was living with another colonist at the time, so uh, John Billington got the three acres, and then the, uh, the other colonist that the son was living with got one extra acre. Um, just for... Uh, which, sure. I guess, sounds fair. I yeah. mean, he's living with the guy. Do we know why he's living I'm with not, him? No, I do not know why. I'm, I'm guessing John Billington isn't the easiest to live with. And oh, maybe yeah. they weren't able to take care of him, feed him, mm. you know. Or he's like, I don't want to, this dude is causing a lot of problems. I don't want to yeah. be associated with him anymore. So, please. Yeah. So, um, uh, so he's already, so he get, kind of gets slighted he, by getting three acres instead of the four he thought he should get. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, in 1624, Billington got into trouble again for again supporting dissent, but there was not enough evidence to uh, convict him of dissent against oh. the colony. Um, two people were convicted of it and were banished from the colony. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they were doing, uh, the dissenters were sending political b- letters back to England uh bad-mouthing the colony, bad-mouthing uh, the, the leaders of the colony, trying to make mm. them look bad. Um, in 1626, the colonists assumed full ownership of the plantation because investors were upset they weren't making a lot of profit from the colony. 
So well, everybody that sent them over there with the provisions and everything, they weren't making a lot of money. They weren't getting a lot of goods back. Uh, they were hunting. Um, but this particular colony wasn't making a lot of money right. from hunting, from the furs. And so uh, I hear there was another colony next door that was doing a lot better. Mm. So it, it, I kind of think it was just kind of where they were situated. They just, it didn't wasn't good it wasn't good plus they were starting to get surrounded by other colonies so when you got a piece of the pie and then other people start coming over making your piece of pie smaller it gets harder kind of like walmart and all the mom and pop shops yeah 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 so um so they uh so in 1626 colonists assumed full ownership of the plantation because investors were upset they weren't making a lot of profit from the colony Mm-hmm. Um, land and camel, cattle were divided among the colonists, but Billington didn't get what he thought he should. Okay. Again, this yes. dude just... Yeah. Well, and he, you know, first off, he's bad-mouthing everybody. He's trying to break away from his contract anyway. Right, and then you he's know? like, well, that's not fair. That's yeah. also not fair. Right. I should get more land. He's just greedy. Yes, so Billing, so the, what he got was Billington received the smallest share in the colony, despite <laughs> the fact he was one of the first settlers. So he came over on the Mayflower. He was there a long time. Right. Okay. He received a house in the middle of Plymouth, 63 acres of land, which sounds kind of like a lot. Yeah. Um, but a house in the middle of Plymouth, you know, you're not, that's not a whole a lot of area to... Yeah. You know, um, a share of the livestock and rights and future distribution. Okay. Mm. So he got 63 acres of land. I, I wanted to kind of research what most people got. And it looks like, like most people, from what I could find out, got around 100 acres of <gasps> land. So he got just over half of what most people got. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yikes. yeah, that's... That's not I mean, making him happy. Okay, now I can see where he's coming from. Yeah, but again, he, he wasn't loyal. No. You know, if he had worked loyal. hard and kept his mouth shut and did it, he probably would have got 100, 100 acres. Yeah. Know? But the whole time he's bad-mouthing the military advisor, he's bad-mouthing the governor of, of uh, Plymouth. He's, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah. He kind of backed himself into a corner here. Um Around this time, okay, mm-hmm. uh, Billington got into a dispute with his neighbor, John Newcomb. Uh, it is not known what started the dispute, but in 1630, Billington walked up on Newcomb, Newcomer in a field uh, uh, and shot him dead. Oh, jeez. Okay. Some theorize that the death of his son, uh, his bad fortune, and an impending wave of new colonists... Um, that would only shrink his piece of the profits uh, made him angry and yeah. and so. the, all of this weighed on him and then yeah. he got in an argument so he just took it out on this this uh, colonist. Okay. Which son died? So, um, uh, I, oh, I skipped that. Sorry. So, and we don't know what year it was, but f- between 1630 and, or 1627 and 1630, it is uh, seen that John... His son, John, the oldest oh. son, died. Um, we don't know why he died or how, but um, the guy he was living with died around the same time. Oh, so, so it, They were thinking it was an illness. Yeah. Ran through that family. 
So, uh, so, so that's what happened. So with his son dead, uh, sorry, God, I can't believe I skipped that. So with his son, son dead, uh, and, um, getting what he thinks is screwed over on the land deal more people are now coming yeah, uh, which means land. more people are coming me which means that the the food that they're growing has to not just be profit for them but has to keep these new guys alive too mm-hmm. not not uh not good for him no. um, so uh here's what i have um there's a little excerpt i want to read uh, uh about the uh the murder so when this uh wilderness began first to be peopled by the english there were where there was but one poor town another cain was found therein like cain and abel okay cain was the one that killed abel so cain was found therein who maliciously threw slew his neighbor in the field he was as he was accidentally met him as he himself was going to shoot deer the poor the poor fellow perceived the intent of this billington his mortal enemy sheltered himself behind trees as well as he could for a while but the other not being so ill and marksman meaning billington was a good shot uh, as to miss his aim made a shot at them and struck him in the shoulder with which he died soon after the murderer murderer uh, expected that either for want of power to execute for capital offenses or for want of people to increase the plantation, he should have his life spared, but justice otherwise determined. So what he said, uh, what that means was uh, they're going to need help, all the help they can get to keep people alive on the new right. world. Remember, this is a brand new world. You need everybody on deck helping out. Right. So he kind of was like, I'm not going to die. Uh, because you, you need me. Yeah. All right. So um, <clears throat> that was uh, an excerpt from uh, William Hubbard's book, A General History of New England. Nah. Okay. Um, right. So. Uh, um, it's crazy how like one gunshot in the, to the shoulder killed you really soon. Like, like right after. But now it's like. If you get to the hospital in time, they can save you. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So that stuff just so, like shot exploded. In the shoulder. He was shot in the shoulder by the, this account, and uh, he died. Yeah. You know. Because that, so. it hits you and it just <coughs> explodes. Yeah, well. Metal. Yeah. And uh, plus, there was no medical yeah. attention, really. No. So, um, uh, okay. So, uh, here's another excerpt from uh, another book, The Human Tradition in the uh, Atlantic world. Okay. Now yeah. I know this, the speech, that's why it's hard to read is, is different, but uh, from this time, but I'll read this excerpt. Not long after that personal tra- tragedy, John Billington learned that Plymouth would soon receive a new wave of impoverished separatists. This is also explaining why he killed, they uh, think he killed him. Uh, impoverished separatists from Holland. Not only would there be additional competition for arable pasture land and timber, but the established colonists would be expected to support these newcomers for up to 18 months until they could become self-sufficient. So uh, the burden fell heavy on the plantation and exacerbated tensions that simmered just below the surface. Men like Billington were powerless to stem the tide of dissenters from 
laden. His land holdings were modest, his options were limited, his oldest son was dead, and just as he was starting to reap the benefits of his long labors, the colony was saddled with indigent Calvinists, who years earlier had shunned the hazards of initial settlement. To add insult to injury, servants began to arrive from England to work for the colony's privileged undertakers. Undertakers were the high up mucky mucks, the the ones that had the money. After years of strife and frustration, John Billington reached a breaking point as the decade drew to a close. His frustration and anger got the best of him, and he waylaid a young man, one John Newcomen, about a former quarrel and shot him. So that was, uh, again, a direct quote from the book, uh, The Human Tradition in the Atlantic World. Okay. Hmm. So I want to give credit to that. Um, (coughs) So um, there was a trial. Uh, uh, There's another (laughs) uh, quote that I can give you here. this year, John Billington, the, the elder, one that came over with the first, was arraigned, and both by grand and petty jury found guilty of willful murder by plain and notorious evidence, um, which the evidence that he killed this person is a little uh, iffy. Yeah. Okay, some say he found the, uh, the governor, John Bradford, I believe, Bradford uh, was his name, um, found the gun. And traced it back to uh, John Billington. But some say that Bradford wanted Billington out of there because he was a troublemaker. So he just kind of made that up. So anyway, um, and was for the same accordingly executed. This is as it was the first execution amongst them, so was it a matter of great sadness unto them. They used all due means by his trial and took the advice of Mr. Winthrop and other the ablest gentlemen in the Bay of Massachusetts that there were then newly come over, who concurred with them that he ought to die and the land be purged from blood. He and some of his had been often punished for miscarriages before, he had gotten into trouble before, being one of the profanest families amongst them. Oh my gosh. Profanest families in the in the uh, colony. Okay. So you you know, you don't hear a whole lot about this uh, type of thing when you think yeah. of the Mayflower, the Pilgrims, the first you colony. Think of, like hope in um, Yeah, how hard it was and then yeah. Thanksgiving, you know, and they ate with yeah. the Indians and um so he uh, so in sixteen thirty uh, John Billington was sentenced and was hung uh, because of murdering John Newcomen. Hmm. And uh, he, his burial location is not known, but in, the custom at the time was to bury people on their own land. So he could be in the middle of Plymouth. Huh. We don't know because that's where his house was. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Um, uh, the... Um, his wife, mm-hmm. uh, six years after that, 1636, his wife Eleanor was found guilty of slandering a man. See, they apparently they're just bad talkers. They talk bad about people. Yeah. Okay. So his wife Eleanor was found guilty of slandering a man, John Doan, a church deacon and a former assistant governor. She was sentenced to sit in the so- stocks, be whipped, and pay 
a five pound fine. Right. Five pounds because we were still ruled by the English. Yeah. Okay. It's so five pounds. Think about it. She talked bad about the guy. They threw her in the stocks, meaning she had to be out in the weather yeah. outside for I, I don't know how long. She was whipped by a whip. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then find five bucks, which in that time five bucks was right. like, you know, probably a month's salary. Yeah. My goodness. Or pounds, five pounds. Five pounds. So yeah. um it, crazy. So she was still kind of raising trouble. So you know, I think yeah. It, yeah. Uh, like. So, in 1638, the two after two years after she was thrown in the stocks, she married a man named uh, Gregory Armstrong. Uh, she died between 1643 and 1650 uh, um, yeah. of old age. Huh. Um, uh, then Francis Billington, the younger son, mm-hmm. uh, married Christian Eaton. Uh, he got a few small fines here and there uh, through his life, but mostly stayed out of trouble. He had nine kids with his wife, oh my goodness. and he died of old age in 1684. So apparently, you know, the youngest one was a pretty good member of society. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of... Uh, the Billington family has mm-hmm. raised a little concern because, first off, how do they know who killed John Newcomen? Right. They... You know, they um, no they kind of well, they knew that they had a, an argument, right? Um, and apparently, they found the gun, the blunderbuss that killed him, and it was John Billington's. But okay. how could you prove those? Did they like carve their names into it? Because they didn't have like that. I don't ID know. Number. They might have had their name on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so the Billington family lore says that they argued over a woman. Or it was a tavern brawl. Oh. So, and then it just kind of spilled over. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So he, John Billington, was the first person in America, not America at the time, but America, to be tried for murder, found guilty, and hung. Wow. In, in the New World. Dang. So that's kind of why I I uh, did this um, story because he was the very first one to find justice. I mean, obviously not the first one to die or whatever. Yeah. But to be sentenced to by a, a jury mm-hmm. and brought to justice in America. Yeah. John Billington. Huh. Yeah, and so his name has gone down in the history books, just not for probably what his family would have hoped for yeah um also uh i believe there's a uh he was um he is a descent or garfield president garfield was mm-hmm. a descendant of john billington huh yeah interesting so uh yeah so that's the story yeah what did you think i actually haven't heard that one. Oh, good i'm glad and you know what i who i was thinking of when he said john billington who? Jordan Bennington, who is the goalie for the St. Louis Blues. Oh no, this is not. A, this was not a hockey story. No. Um, uh, but I just I couldn't. There's a few good stories that I wanted to to uh, share with you. Yeah. Um, but since uh, Thanksgiving just happened, I thought I'd give you one about the Pilgrims. Nice. Although he well, technically wasn't a Pilgrim, but yeah, he wasn't. Anything. He came over on the just... Mayflower. 
to escape his <coughs> life. His creditors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he was kind of a rabble rouser, and uh, he tried a couple times to break away. He and he and other guys uh, didn't want to follow the law of the colony. They he said when they landed in Plymouth and not in Virginia, that should have broken them free of their contract. Right. And uh, uh, yeah, he was not happy and. A lot of people were just thinking they were, they just came, we were trying to find a way. Their whole thing was to come over on the ship and then try to find a way out of the contract. You yeah. know, they're halfway around the world. How is anybody going to enforce that? You know, but uh, they did. But they did, and, yeah. And uh, yeah, he was not let out of it. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. But can I say that Eleanor got whipped for slander, but mm-hmm. we advocate so much for freedom of speech. Yeah. Well, remember, it wasn't America back then. Right, but then like that idea they still came had to here be for around. Of religion. Yeah. No, the idea of freedom of speech was not around. They did not have freedom of speech. That's why like, she got ripped, whipped. I I guess, but like yeah, there don't was you no think like someone speech. out there was like, "Hey, we should be able to say whatever we want." In that time, like, I, there probably were a few that were thinking that, but most of them, no. Most mm-hmm. of them said you could not say what you wanted. You mm-hmm. could not talk bad about the king. Uh, oh, you oh, should not talk bad about the we governor. We didn't break away from England yet. Yeah, we were still English. Right, because they that was an English fined her five pounds. Okay. Right. Yeah, we, this was not America. This was England. Yes. Okay. But although it's New England, that, I mean America. that's why there's call it's called New England. Yeah. New England. All right. Yeah. yeah. Or um, New York. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it's all English. We were English. Yeah. Back then. So um, and we were uh, loyal to the crown. It wasn't until uh, uh, a little over a hundred years later we decided enough with oh, that. Okay. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize how long it took us to be like, no, nah, we're done. Well, 1776 is the birth of our country. So, uh, in 1620 is when the Mayflower landed. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's quite a while we were yeah. doing things the British way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's my story. Well, I enjoy it. Thank you yeah, for that. You're welcome. Do, am I a good storyteller? I don't know if I do as well as you do. Oh, you're doing great. Was it good? Okay. Yeah. All right. If uh, Tell us what you think. Yeah. Did I do a good job? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. That was three pages of notes, everybody. Yeah, that's more three notes pages. than I do. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about that, but I, I just wanted to uh, have all the uh, good information i had footnotes to my notes <laughs> i had uh see <laughs> footnote over here i, know. I was looking at that i was here. like seeing all the arrows it's like oh god it's like what is going on yes so uh, he also and i didn't bring this up because it wasn't important to his murder mm-hmm. the murder he committed but uh in 1625 he got into an argument with another man named john cushman uh, for unknown reasons, but I think when you if you get into an argument in that day and time, it spreads. I mean, people mm-hmm. figure find that out. 
it's it's kind of big news back then. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in a small, small town. Yeah. Isolated from the rest of the world, except right. for by boat every once in a while. Yeah. These yeah, things are like, under uh, a mic- guess magnifying glass. Guess what John did? Yeah, yeah. That's like so. you'd find, if you were like a kid, your mom would find out what you've been doing before you actually made it home. Yeah. Like, word traveled fast. How do you think Paul, well, who's, he was like, the British are coming, what's his name? Paul Revere? Revere? Revere, yeah. Yeah, Paul Revere. Riviere is Spanish, and that's definitely not right. No. Um, that, like, how do you think he got that word across? He just rode a horse. He's like, hey, they're coming. Yes. Well, I say it's time to sign off. All right, yeah. All right. So. As always. Um, if you make your way onto this podcast, well, that means you, you done, done been, been marked. marked.